Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Lan. Brent reached its highest level since January this year at the end of last week. What was driving that move? Well, yes, Brent went up to around $89 per barrel, which, is, as you say, is a whisk of the high of January this year. And this is really on increasingly strong expectations that Saudi Arabia will extend its additional voluntary cut for, for another month. So that means to cover the month of October and that this will keep the markets uh, tight. Russia has already announced that it will extend um, the cut that it's made to its exports. Now, we can question whether that's really a voluntary cut or or whether it's having trouble maintaining exports at uh, previous levels. But either way, less crude is reaching markets and that that Russian announcement could well be a precursor to the Saudis announcing that they're going to extend their cuts as well. How tight is the oil market? Could this drive prices higher still? Well, if we look at the... International Energy Agency's latest monthly report and look look at what those figures suggest about how tight the market is when, when we compare what they saw as being the amount OPEC needs to produce over the current quarter with what it's actually producing, then you'd see something like a, a 2 million barrel per day shortfall. That is why the market is currently very tight. But there are a few issues that could cap further gains. So firstly, a role of that cut is now expected and and is priced in. Secondly, there's a risk that demand may not be as strong over the current quarter or or the second half of this year in general as the IEA expects. So perhaps not quite as tight as the IEA's figures suggest. Then there's the issue of increasing um, Iranian output. and, And certainly there seems to be some unofficial behind the scenes uh, negotiations going on with with the US. It seems that uh, the, the Americans are keen to, given that Iran is one of key ally of Russia, perhaps keen to try and find some ways of, of easing tensions with Iran and, and hence isolating it a little, isolating Russia a little bit further. And, and then finally, that there's a possibility that if prices do accelerate, significantly that the Saudis would decide not to extend their cuts any further. So that's a sort of quite clear potential capping uh, mechanism on the market. And where might oil prices go from here? If we forget about what we've just been saying um, about the the potential for the market having a bit of a cap, um, the technical picture actually looks pretty strong. Um, the 50-day moving average is broken up through the 100 and 200-day moving averages. So that, that's usually a sign of, of a very strong momentum and momentum tends to um, build up and carry prices quite away. And and certainly the, the fact that we've now traded up to the high of the year, this is a range, you know, there's been trading in really for pretty much the best part of the year now. The Brent moved into this range at the end of 2022. And um, before that, in, in October and November of that of last year, it was trading in a range of, of 90 to $100 per barrel. So a break up through the 90 area. From a technical point of view, we could see um, Brent going back into that sort of range, the 90 to $100 per barrel range. But leaving aside the technical picture that there are these other issues, in particular, the fact that the Saudis may then just decide to add more oil to the market. So that's, uh, yeah, we have to take those two things together, really, when considering what the price might do. Let's talk about European energy markets. Why are gas prices rising again? Well, really, this is because because there have been further outages in the North Sea. 
um, which have dramatically reduced flows, uh, particularly from Norway. And a lot of this, this was unplanned. On top of that, there is also nervousness ahead of further negotiations with unions relating to Australian LNG output. Some of those discussions have been settled with one um, company Woodside, but the, the Chevron ones are still to be settled. Presumably a temp similar sort of template will be used because it's the same union as far as I understand. And, and so one would imagine that that will reach a successful resolution as well. But of course, we, we, we don't know yet. Um, gas in storage across Europe is now 93% full, but injection rates have been impacted by these uh, uh, unplanned outages in, in, in Norway. So things have slowed down a bit, but the worst of those uh, outages are likely to be resolved by the end of this week. So that being so, we could probably start to see a more consistent injection rates over the weeks ahead and, and uh, gas continuing to, to fill up in storage. Thank you, Kalem. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.